What's up, you guys? Fuck is up with you? How are ya? You already know. It's your girl, Cocaine Kisses. I'm in the building. You in the fucking building. <laughs> We's here, right? All right, so let me just jump into it. Uh, do what it is I do, and um, yeah. Let's get that going right now. Ignition sequence has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have commit and we have lift off at 213. Saturn 5 building up from Saturn 5 million pounds of thrust. You're jamming with the hottest disc jockey. What's up? Welcome back. How are you? First and foremost, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Round of applause always to you guys. As always, you know, I gotta first address you guys, my listeners. I love you guys very much. I appreciate you guys. Um for always being consistent and listening and whether agree to disagree you guys have always been respectful always been um loyal that's huge these days because people just ain't fucking loyal and um open-minded and for those reasons among many others i just want to tell you thank you Yes, yes. And shout out to um my new listeners who had checked out my uh previous segment, um, which actually I'm doing this segment to kind of update you guys on some things. Feel like you would surely appreciate the updates, right? Um, but uh I wanted to send a big shout out to you guys that did not um know about my podcast, but through a friend good word of mouth was um able to check me out and um i just want to let you guys know that i definitely appreciated that so thank you all right so we know it's just some shit always well wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute before i even jump into the whole preliminaries of the fuckery um, let's keep this on a happy note. It's in a very, very happy birthday to one of my favorite artists. You guys should totally know this by now. Like, there are <clears throat> three rappers that are the world to me. Two of them are still living. <clears throat> Biggie J and uh, Wayne. And today is Wayne's birthday. So, shout out to the GOAT. Uh, 23 years of phenomenal music, um, just a lyrical genius, um, and he is celebrating his 38th birthday today, so shout out to the Libras in the building, and shout out to you, Tony G, if you ever heard this. Much love. Okay, now we can jump into the fuckery. Oh, yeah, I'll probably be playing one of his songs in honor. Homage, homage is his day. You know how I do. But, um, yeah, before I give you the updates on the Breonna Taylor's case, which I know you are anxiously awaiting, let me fill you with some fucking... Fuckery, fuckery. Your favorite media fuckery. <laughs> y'all know y'all love that shit. <laughs> don't act like you don't. Okay, you guys, so, latest. Y'all heard what happened with um, Tory Lanez and his music that he released? (laughs) All right, let me just give you the facts of what was stated, okay? All right, y'all remember some time ago, um, I did a segment letting you guys know about Ruby um, and what had occurred with her. And if you don't know who I'm referring to, I'm talking about Ruby Rose. And uh, a few months ago, little TJ and her, around his birthday, had linked up. And um, 
it caught a lot of media buzz because according to her, she went out to see little TJ and she flew out there thinking everything was, you know, copacetic and hunkadory. Yeah, so as I was saying, so I'm sorry about that. <clears throat> so anyhow, she uh, basically went out there, flew out there to go see him for a birthday. And um, <clears throat> everything was copacetic until apparently she discussed the fact that she wasn't happy with him not uh, apparently paying for her flight back home. And um, after catching, I guess, a lot of backlash about that because that was one of the things I decided to discuss like sure you a whole rapper like you getting my oh excuse me model you're a model you're not destitute you got money you flew yourself out there why the fuck did you fly yourself back like I just didn't understand what that whole storyline or where rather it was going like what the fuck how are you even mad like you're not a bitch that don't got money like you flew yourself out there I don't understand why you're confused about how you getting the fuck back home but that clearly she was um but according to Ruby she claims she just didn't want to spend her own money And that little TJ actually spun the story to make her look bad. And I don't understand how he could have made you look bad if, one, you just admitted that you had the money and didn't want to spend your own money to go back home. Like, you just made it look worse for you, shorty. But, you know, this is what what these young girls do. And these young people, I should say. They... This is how they move, y'all. I can't make this shit up. I just give you the story. Like, they they paint the picture, you know, and and I just, you know, interpret it for you. Um, TJ actually expressed what was the overall gist of why all of this possibly blew up the way it did. He said that Ruby came to his house and seen another girl texting his phone. She got uh, emotional, called the police. Yeah. And he claims that's why he felt the need to blast her like that. Because, and not for nothing, I'm not understanding why we even called the police for something like that. Ruby, this is nasty. If that is exactly what you did, just because you've seen another girl, like, th- th- come on, come on, come on, young ladies. Come on, really? Well... Hot new uh, hip-hop thinks that Lil TJ isn't quite done coming for Ruby. Uh, Back in July, they seem to have, like, had some form of uh, reconciliation, if you will. But um, he's posted a picture of him getting real comfortable with uh, one of Ruby's best friends, Lala. So... I don't know how much of a best friend she could be. And I say that because, you know, whatever games that little TJ, like most men like to play when they want to get back, you know, at a female or do something to purposely hurt them. You as the best friend would have never participated in this shit. Like whether it's real love or not. um, I just find it to be very bad form that you are considered as one of her best friends and she was dealing with this individual and whether it worked for her or not you now snugged up with him on the jet like it's things like this that make me so glad to not use that word friend because look at this shit look at this shit how much of a friend are you shorty like either you were never friends to begin with or you just couldn't wait for your moment of fame so either way it's kind of petty and you know immature and disgusting but um what can you do people are people right ruby actually um which is positive of her to do uh she didn't feed into it what, what she did say on Twitter was, and I quote, let's talk about backstabbing best friends. 
I'm gonna just let karma do what it does. And 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 in situations like this, and overall, um, that's the best bet. Sit back, let the divine uh handle what needs to be handled. Some things cannot be fixed by us. And just sit back and let God do what he do. This is a situation where when you purposely go out to do something with the intentions of hurting somebody else, even if you accomplish that, the returned consequences for you based on your actions is so much more detrimental. So it's not even worth all of this, but I guess the parties all involved will soon see, right? Gotta make a believer out of people one way or another. So you know the uh, Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez fiasco is still running strong. Um, so many people have voiced their opinions about it since this happened, celebrities included. Um, even so much as to recently, um, Friday, if I'm not mistaken, Rick Ross actually chimed in with his uh, opinion on the matter at hand. He said he wasn't uh, happy that Tory even dropped any albums uh, instead of addressing the actual shooting that took place with Megan. So he basically started trolling him and uh, bought him a uh, tiny smart car as a joke. Not a joke like, haha, we're peoples. Joke to just like talk shit about him. Uh, to make fun of him, to humiliate him. Um, Ross says, just out of respect for Brianna Taylor, we gotta respect these sisters. Uh, so it ain't how you address the accusations. And I guess when he states it ain't how you address the accusations, he's talking about like. Tori had been very tight-lipped with his side of the story in terms of what occurred. And so this is probably the first public um, outcry or response people have gotten from his side. And so Ross just feels like this is very inappropriate. Like, you don't address the accusations, but you discuss somewhat of what happened in a song. <clears throat> He indicated it was a poor choice. Uh, excuse me, you guys. He said that it was a poor choice. And um, it won't be overlooked. As far as the album goes. So, I'm going to just, you know, I'm me, right? So, you know, I speak my truth. And a lot of times when I do put my opinions out there, I understand everybody is not going to agree with me. And that's fine. You don't have to. But I'm going to just give it to you the way I analyze this situation and I'm not a doctor I was not there I don't know if Megan the Stallion actually got shot or didn't right I only know what the facts indicated as facts right <laughs> and that's based on media coverage but from there and only from there I will say um Regardless to the events that took place, I personally feel like this entire fiasco, because that's what it is, is a publicity stunt. I really do. And the reason why I say that is because you got Megan in one breath, you know, telling her story. Clearly, she obviously was injured. But then you have a lot of discrepancies in the injury in itself um you had moments where right after she got shot sometimes she had her foot wrapped sometimes she didn't and this is not me just telling y'all what i feel as far as that part is concerned that's what was leaking and the media um she was twerking and dancing a lot after still being shot people are trying to figure out how the fuck did you get shot in both feet and miss major arteries or certain you know it was just a lot of room for speculations right or confusion i would say um without getting tory lane's side of what happened it left a lot of people perplexed and 
We just didn't understand what occurred. This thing never died down. Um, from that point of her getting shot up into presently, up until him dropping his album over the weekend, it, the, the, the coverage in this story has not let up at all. Uh, and Tori actually is constantly, he believes, having to defend himself against the haters and his decision to release this album the way that he did. Um, he released it on September 25th. And so a lot of people came for him regarding the date that he chose to release his album. He stated to um, fans and critics that uh, he chose that day because one, that date is actually his mother's birthday and the day that she passed away. And uh, I don't know. I think Tori probably wouldn't have said anything if the pressure wasn't as strenuous as it has become for him to say something. Ironically, if you haven't heard this album yet, some of the details of that night are actually discussed in his lyrics. Nothing concrete, like who pulled the trigger and why, but you know how lyrics are. It's kind of sad. Uh... But on a positive note, well, I don't even know if this is positive. It's not negative, but I'm not sure. You know what Spirit said? Just, I don't know the direction of his his, uh, next move that I'm getting ready to explain. So I'm not going to suggest it's positive or negative. I'll allow you to make that to decipher what what you think it was. Um... But Tori did say a portion of his album will be donated to organiza- organizations, excuse me, supporting women, children, and victims of violence, as well as the Breonna Taylor Foundation. So that is um, noteworthy, definitely. I hope it's done for the right reasons and not just to try to erase the blemishes of how he looks right now. Um, hope it was done for the right reason story uh, but either way shout out to him for that this whole situation is nasty it just it was confirmed that they were dating in this song I don't know you guys I just feel like it's you know so much has been going on in 2020 especially around celebrities a lot of things just appear to be organized as publicity stunts to kind of get or generate or continue the buzz circulating around these artists and at times I feel like there's no limit to what some celebrities will do just to have a buzz circulating around their names I'm dead serious. A lot of these things just, and it's not just this, it's a lot of things in 2020 that has occurred thus far that just screams attention to me, you know, to me. But yeah, there we are with that. <laughs> I'm fucking leaveable. Uh,. I don't know if many of you guys knew, but Tori is actually blackballed from all streaming platforms, allegedly. It's stated that uh, he's receiving zero editorial playlisting or awareness support from Spotify or Apple Music for his newly released album, Daystar, which I was just talking to you about. So I'm not sure how much sales he's going to generate um, if they're not even allowing him to get any streams and or if they are the the way they're blocking the streams it just it's just how how are you even going to be donating to all these third-party organizations and things of that sort 
if they fucking with your money. Uh, um, it would appear probably they're doing this because they stand behind Megan and they're supporting. It's a sensitive issue. You got, you know, too much has happened in 2020. You know, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. You have this woman who lost her life and then you have people who has not been able to get satisfaction or justice for her, you know, unfortunate death. And you hear a story where another black woman is in a unfortunate situation by the hands of not the oppressor or someone in an authoritative position by a black man, you know? And it's not to say black men can't be, you know, have authoritative positions and shit like that. I could hear one of my listeners now like, oh, so I, because I'm a black man, I don't... No, shut up. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Cut it out. You know exactly what I meant. But for those trying to play like you didn't, that's why I briefly elaborated. But the overall point in what I'm saying is that This is a very highly sensitive situation based on other highly sensitive events prior to this. And like many of us, once there becomes like a domino effect of certain behaviors, we take the emotions from that and it just starts to become the um, additive to everything else. It's like a preservative now that we put in everything else. You make sure we add these emotions in it. So, you know... I think the only thing that, um, well, not the only thing. I think one of the main things that, but that's that's for better words, um, better way of saying it. Yeah, you guys know I'm just off the dome with this shit, so don't do that. It's Sunday. It's fucking Sunday, people. Yeah, I'm not um, doing a uh, segment tomorrow. Day off, day off, day off. But anyway, what I was saying was, what really um, surprised me as a paralegal, and I understand that each state has different laws, but certainly um, I don't know what the statu- uh, st- statues are in, in California, but in New York, in a situation especially like this, where there's, you know, this is not just a simple assault in the third degree. And, you know, the person who assaulted the other person the the the, uh, the victim is now like oh I don't want to press charges forget it drop the order protection and you know the the charges get dropped this is not one of those situations this is an attempted it could have been spun so many different ways you could have said it was an attempted murder um you know reckless endangerment you know was anybody licensed to even carry this firearm you understand what I'm saying it's so many ways that a charge could have been drawn up, but wasn't. And normally that doesn't happen. Like in New York State, again, even if the person you did something to no longer wants to go through with the proceedings of a criminal matter, the state has the right to still pick up the case. So if they have enough evidence against the person, the defendant, regardless of if the charges was dropped by the... um, the uh, victim if the state feels like doing such they could totally pick that case up and that motherfucker be in jail whoever it is regardless of who did what who dropped what who said nah we good it doesn't matter the state said we took over this shit you did was too much and we got to make sure motherfuckers don't see this and think that there's no consequences for your behavior so I thought that was just strange that California never picked this case up. I don't, again, I don't know the statues of California, but I definitely know if this shit would have happened in New York, this shit would have went a whole lot different, which is another reason why I'm still on the bandwagon of publicity stunts. Like, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. But lately, it's like we've just been, bam, we've just been overwhelmed with so much media fuckery, and none of this shit is pr- productive to our community to us at large you know but they keep feeding us this fuckery hmm put a pin in that one cause all this shit that niggas is talking about they got only fans pages they're divorcing their spouses child support and divorce 
decrees and how all of that shit we out here still getting murdered and this is the information that's still getting put out here for you and I to see cause this is helping right our cause so much right fuck out of here shit crazy so lastly I'm gonna give you guys the update to what has occurred since Wednesday and Attorney General Daniel uh, Cameron giving his statement on the findings of the investigation that was concluded by his office. So you guys heard the previous episode, you got a gist of what legally was stated occurred and also what legally could and could not be done and what charges if any, were um, in, um, were indicted by the grand jury. So there was a lot of things about this whole uh, statement that just got under people's skin, rightfully so. There's a lot of loopholes. There was a lot of, there was shit that I, I was able to just like, wait, what? So, you know, and, you know, I don't work on this case. So I'm not sure how authorized officials didn't notice more things than they did just to be honest um however one of the things i spoke to you guys about was um special prosecutor discussing the two ballistic uh tests that were conducted how they came up with the analysis how the federal Well, he stated at the time that, you know, the tests were coming out with different results statewide and federally. So um, that was something I mentioned to you guys that was like a little confusing for me because if they were done with similar uh, tactics and similar equipment and nothing of the uh, unordinary was done differently then I'm not even sure how the fuck they got those different results but again let me give you guys an update and so some of the updates to me seems like a good start to a probe in the right direction because like many of the questions I asked on the previous segment there was just too many things left out that weren't explained or were or when he was asked, he failed to explain. The Kentucky uh, State Police Ballistics Report basically does not support State Attorney General's uh, claims that Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, shot a Louisville police officer the night she was killed. Now, let me explain what they're saying regarding that statement I just read. So, originally, it was stated that the reason the two officers, Sergeant Maddenling and Detective Coles, Coles, what's his name? Colesgrove, that's his name, Miles uh, Colesgrove, were not being charged with the death of Breonna Taylor was based on their justification that... Kenneth shot first, they returned fire, and in the midst of that is how she got killed. Also, it was stated that the bullet that pierced Sergeant Madeline's thigh was uh, alleged to have come from Kenneth Walker's gun. He had a nine millimeter uh, gun, and all the officers were carrying 40 caliber handguns. So when they did the ballistics, it was stated from Special Prosecutor Cameron that the shot that entered Sergeant Madeline was from a nine millimeter. So because of that, and because the fact that allegedly all the police that were there on the scene only had 40 caliber handguns, that is why 
it was determined that there was no way that the shot that pierced or the shot that pierced the officer, Sergeant Madeline, couldn't have been from friendly fire. However, statements have come out and I'm pretty certain on trial, evidence will um, corroborate this uh, this statement that's being uh, made that Detective uh, what's his name with the H Haskins or something like that I know who Hankinson Hankinson there we go that allegedly that officer did have a 9mm well was issued so there's records obtained that shows that Hankinson had been issued a 9mm weapon as well. Understand what I'm saying. There, it was not stated yet, or if it will be stated at all, whether or not on the day in question he had that weapon. But what has been determined is that that officer had been issued that firearm, a 9mm. So it's very important... And I would hope that they can um, align that to show that there's a possibility that it was friendly fire. I mean, you can't rule out the fact that if if you're saying police officers couldn't have done that because police officers only carry 40 caliber guns and the bullet that struck the officer was from a nine millimeter and Kenneth Walker's gun was a nine millimeter fine but if you have evidence that a police officer has the ability to have that same firearm or was issued a firearm a nine millimeter that being then you cannot rule out that it wasn't friendly fire what you need to now start focusing on is if you can prove he had that gun the day of the shooting right so there's that there's some very interesting uh questions from people that are questions i had you probably had regarding the charges that were passed down to officer hankinson Also, I just wanted you guys to also be clear. Walker still admits he fired what he described as a single warning shot from his uh, Glock handgun. So there's been no recanting of that statement. So he's still stating, yes, I did shoot first. However... There's some questions that has troubled many of us. And I think I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm going to definitely just tell you the main one that has surfaced, which is if according to the definition of wanton endangerment, the officer involved in the shooting is able to be indicted on three counts of first degree wanton endangerment because they wantonly committed or engaged in activity that basically uh, placed an innocent person in either serious injury, harm, or, or possible death. If they were able to charge him for shots piercing another person's apartment as a result of his reckless shooting, right? How the fuck do you not use that same definition to chart? Like, I'm not understanding what the difference was in the shooting. And this is why I keep telling you guys, you have a right to be angry. We all have a right to be angry. But fighting anger with anger is not going to always give us the results we want. If you want this shit to stop to where we don't have to six months, a year from now, have to be saying another person's name because they refuse to address the fuckery that they 
continue to do, then you have to fight them from the inside, which is the laws. You have to change the laws. You have to work in the CJ. Whether you like whether or not they give true justice or not, find a way to change the shit then. You can't talk shit about it and not do something from the inside to try to make it better. That's just my philosophy. But I definitely do agree with trying to figure out how in the fuck is this definition of this crime committed good enough to charge him to the harm he may have placed to someone in another apartment and thankfully none of those people were killed but the apartment in which they actually murdered somebody the charges excuse me there are no charges to convict criminally i told you guys that their best bet was to uh start going in the direction of a civil suit which it seems that kenneth walker's attorneys are headed in that direction it's crazy ain't it though another thing i thought was really interesting was when um the prosecutor was adamant about expressing with the FBI ballistics um, exams and KSP doing their exams. They basically was trying to conclude who fired the shot, right? That killed Taylor. But this is where it gets interesting for me. If after already doing an investigation and you state that Kenneth Walker shot first and anything that happened directly after that was justified because he shot and he shot um at a officer and the officer was punctured in his thigh as a result of Mr. Walker's shot I'm not understanding why if you've already been comfortable to determine that there's no way that any of the officers could be charged uh, criminally with her death, why would you even want to know? See, this is where it gets weird. Why would you even care to do a whole exam to determine out of those three officers, which officer shot killed her? Think about it. What difference would it have made if you've already said, regardless of who shot was the one that fatally killed her, it matters not because the fact that this individual did this shot first clears all culpability from these officers in having to deal with the justice that they truly should be receiving. So I thought that was kind of weird. Like, why are you even going through the hassle of wasting taxpayers' money to do an exam or ballistics for something that will have no bearings on the case at all? Like, what was the point of that? What's the point of doing a ballistics to show? I know why the feds is going to do it because that helps them out with a civil, with the civil violation suit. But if you've already contested that based on Mr. Walker shooting first and, and injuring a police officer is what caused officers to return fire and you guys allege that the shot from Sergeant Mattingly's thigh could have only come from Kenneth Walker and y'all sold that story y'all, y'all, y'all sold that story up and y'all said this is the story we gonna pitch and if it was so tip top perfect why in the fuck are you then doing a whole test to determine which one of these officers gunshot was the one that killed her what, what would it matter and I'm not saying that insensitively I'm saying that from the perception of an attorney or paralegal trying to understand if you're already comfortable with saying hey we're not going to charge these officers because hey they did this and as a result of them doing this it caused that then why would you even waste time doing a whole forensics analysis on the ballistics and whatever findings you have because regardless of that test results it does not do anything for the case 
So I thought that was weird. Like, why would you even? That's why they say sometimes you could talk yourself into some shit. Keep talking and talking. I don't think now that time has passed, he meant to do that. <laughs> the special prosecutor. But shit, it was already done. It's already done. I had told you guys the city of Louisville paid Breonna Taylor's family a wrongful death uh, suit. I, I said originally it was 15 million or something around that um, amount. It's actually 12, you guys. Um, and we're just anticipating what new discoveries or information will be coming out thus far. I know a lot of things that people have been talking about was Mr. Walker's right to bear arms, his right to have a licensed firearm, and his right to shoot, whether he knew they were officers or not. And I think that's where a lot of the concentration in this trial will probably focus on, if if at all, right? But I, I feel like that is definitely going to have a huge significance on this case. Another thing that was addressed is, remember I said to you guys, look at the spirit. I said to you guys in the former episode that the story and narrative that I had heard is completely different than what's being projected now. Originally, I was told Brianna was in her bed. Brianna was asleep. On Wednesday, that's not the way Special Prosecutor uh, Cameron discussed her location in the in the apartment at the time the shooting occurred. According to Special Prosecutor um, Daniel Cameron, she was standing at the end of the hall adjacent to Mr. Walker. So that that changes a lot. I'm not sure yet whether it will be of any significance, but it definitely does show a failure to have consistency in a story, uh, a story and a narrative. And that some of these things definitely need to be checked because if something as what might most people might say, oh, well, that's my new. But if you could lie about that, there's a possibility anything in this entire case can be and will be um, incorrect. If you can lie about something as big or small, Wow. Uh, then it's a possibility there or at the very least there is room for reasonable doubt that anything that's being said can ha- should be taken as facts or the truth so that's the job of the defense to poke holes in this shit but again how much holes are you going to poke when it's his defense for a bullshit charge like wanton endangerment in the third degree. So how much do you think the defense is going to uh, turn the direction of this case to show the incompetence of that investigation when the people that are being defended are still officers? So you see what I'm saying? Like, even if they're trying to have the defense poke holes in the narrative from the prosecutor's office, the people that's on trial are still officers. It's still really on the same team. Mm. Also, there was a lot of information going back and forth about whether or not... uh, the person that they said was on the warrant was actually Kenneth Walker and allegedly that wasn't who they were looking for they was really looking for somebody who was already incarcerated so all of those narratives were publicly and still are publicly out there to pull up however that is definitely not the story now nobody's talking about some boyfriend that's in jail and admitting that that was the person that was on the warrant and whom they were originally looking for. That that That's not even being mentioned anymore, okay? That, that narrative ain't being discussed. Nor is the narrative that Brianna was asleep when they barged through this door to her apartment. Either way, what you do in the dark comes to light and 
to not charge these gentlemen involved criminally is a joke. So if you're not going to charge her, I'm going to just be honest. If you're not going to charge any of them criminally with her death, why the fuck are we even like to even charge with this one time? It's a smack and it's insulting. It is. You bet. You might as well not charge them with anything. Because seriously, how could he put someone in danger enough to face three counts of this charge? But the person he actually did put in danger and succeed in doing so, he doesn't have to face any culpability for. I also heard or read, I should say, say that the... The statues for self-defense when it comes to police officers or, 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 or you having a firearm in your home was not properly, allegedly um, described in its entirety by the special prosecutor. So again, this is why I encourage you guys. My listeners are smart, right? Of course y'all are. I'm smart. So it's a reflection, right? Don't take what niggas tell you. Telephone, line messages, and inbox shit. Go and find out yourself. Go and learn your state laws. Find out who these people are. That special prosecutors. People who are involved in the criminal justice system. People who make the decisions or are in positions to assist in decisions being made. Find out who those people are before they do their fuckery. Too many times we learning about these people at a time when they've already did the most. You don't always have to fight back violently. Fight intelligently. They're not expecting you to do that. They're expecting us to be out here killing fucking shit up. Oh, trust, they wait for that. But they're not waiting for many of us or they're not anticipating many of us Fighting back in the mental war intelligently. And that's what's necessary now more than ever. So you guys, I'm not gonna keep you too much longer. I just want to definitely give you an update on where 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 we currently stand with the um developing news as of today, September 27th, regarding Brianna Taylor. And again, I pray that this woman's death does not uh, continue to look like it was in vain. Um, I serve a mighty God, so I know he going to do what it do, just divine timing. But in the meantime, you know, I'm sending prayers to everybody who's struggling with dealing with the emotions of what happened on March 13, 2020. Um, with that being said... I love you guys. You enjoy your Monday. And, um, yeah. Let me hit you with some fire. It is Soonji's birthday. I'm out of here, you guys. Stay up. (laughs) Later, you guys. Yeah. Till she lose her voice, 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 yeah. Till she l